Welcome to the Feminine Mastery Podcast, where we dive into mastering the feminine inside of your life purpose. And I'm your host, Felicia May. I'm an FAF certified women's holistic coach, an intuitive healer, a crystal junkie, a wife and mama of two littles. I love everything homemade from baking in the kitchen to making homemade kombucha. And to top it off, I'm a manifester, so I love teaching. So I'm here to teach you all the things that inspire me and, of course, what fascinate me the most, covering topics such as energetics, periods, motherhood, nutrition, relationships, and everything in between. So grab your favorite drink, turn it up, and let's jump right into it. Okay, you guys, I am so excited to be on the podcast with you today. Um, I feel like it's definitely been a while. Like, don't get me wrong. I have podcasts that are already recorded that I definitely need to get out there. I just got to edit them. Um, but you know, mom life, uh, you know, you take your priorities here and there, but, um, I'm so excited because I just want to do like a catch up day. Like, I feel like I need to reconnect with you guys and just kind of put out there what's been going on for me. Um, cause you know what? I, I, I do not doubt that I'm alone in this. You know, it's one thing when you're a woman that is a business owner, but then on top of that, you're a mom too and a wife and, and everyone may be in their different circumstances. Absolutely. But, um, even just being in that state of being a lot of people can relate. <laughs> and even what I go through and talk about today, like take what resonates with you and leave whatever doesn't, you know, simple as that. Uh, but I know people are like, what, what's been going on? Because, you know, we're in the new year and granted right now we're in March of 2022 right now. Um, but a lot of shit has been going on and I don't know about for you guys, but for me lately, I feel like energetically speaking, like a lot of stuff has been coming up and not so much that like I've been in this rut, but, um, I feel like to an extent it's kind of been a different form of mom guilt. And I kind of explained it on my stories a little while ago on social media, but um, for me, it just, before even having kids, I loved working. Like I love making a difference. I love contributing, especially, you know, with my husband and stuff. Like I loved being able to make an impact in our financial situation. And plus too, like, even though my husband is great because with what he makes with income, he's like, Oh, it's our money, you know? But at the same time for me, I'm like, Oh, but I, I love having that, joyous feeling of contributing to the income, but also too, like, let's be honest, I like having my own money. (laughs) Um, and, uh, maybe you can relate with that. Maybe you don't. Um, but at that same time, I've noticed for me being a mom in this stage of life, like it's different with having the two kids now. And I would never take that back. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm getting, getting about with this. But I noticed when I had my little boy and, um, I decided to go back to work, which I mean, I was just doing lash extensions out of my house. And I'm so grateful. I had family members that would come out and watch my little boy for me, you know, while I worked. And I really appreciated that because it still gave me that, 
time to be with other adults. I was able to let him spend time with family members and not be so attached to me. Like it was a win-win situation. Um, and it was perfect because I got to work the amount of hours that I wanted and still be a stay-at-home mom. Like there were so many perks to it. Um, but what I found with having another (laughs) kid is that the juggling of the time schedule is so different. Um, because obviously, yes, they're at different stages of life where my little boy is three years old and yet my little girl is almost one. And even though their stages are completely different, I find myself like wanting to be in this moment with them because I know I will never get it back. And at the same time, I am just, I'm wanting to grow um, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, you know, within not only my personal self, but also with my business and things like that. And I found that when I was <laughs> like, I would be nursing my little girl. And of course, like I would hop on social media and start scrolling because I was killing time while I'm sitting there with her. And trust me, I know I could do more productive things, but sometimes you just want to zone out. Let's be honest. And I found myself because like, like I said, in my stories, when I was talking about this, um, I just found myself, even though I curated my feed to follow people that are so inspirational, that are, you know, things that I love, hobbies that I love. Um, I also follow a lot of women that are in the same line of work that I'm in and just watching their physical transformations, their spiritual transformations projecting through their physical stuff, as well as like seeing them expanding in their businesses and just manifesting all this stuff. Like that was the guilt and comparison that was coming up for me because seeing that they started around the same time as me or, you know, whatever it was that I was comparing to, it was really getting to me um, because I was having this thing of like, oh, I, I should be a lot further along. I should be more, you know, have more growth in my business. I should be doing more. And like, I, I would always constantly remind myself, you know, like, oh my gosh, Felicia, you know, you just... I had your second baby almost a year ago. Like you're still healing, like you're still learning things. You're still balancing, um, you know, schedule and being able to, you know, spend time with your husband as well as creating moments with your kids. Like I definitely was trying to make sure and remind myself of the beautiful present things. But at the same time, I was like, oh, but I love working. <laughs> I love contributing. I love teaching. Um, and especially too, like, I, and it's funny too, because I was listening to my intro the other day and I'm laughing because even though I say I'm a manifester in it, there's probably some people, because that's based on my human design. If you don't know human design <laughs> and people listening to my intro, like, well, are we all manifestors? Like, <laughs> There is so many aspects to human design because there are different um, human design um, categories that, depending on your birth time, where you're at, um, what month, you know, date, and all that, actually depicts what type of um, I don't even what you want to call it, whatever you are. Like, there's generators, there's manifestors, there's projectors, reflectors. Like, it's a whole. It's a whole hole (laughs) that you could go down. But yeah, so with me, my human design is actually a manifester. Um, And it's actually a very small percentage, which is crazy. When I found that out, I was like, holy crap, I did not know that. Um, But at the same time, when I reflected on that, when I really started diving deep into that, it made so much sense 
that when I was in alignment with myself and not knowing this, um, it was crazy the things that I I could manifest. I just knew even before I learned all this stuff that if I wrote something out in specific detail, I would always get it. Like when I um, first started, like when I moved out of the house and I was looking for places to live, um, I knew for myself that if I wrote it out and got really detailed because in my mind, it was okay to be picky. Cause I'm like, if I'm going to pay for a place, I'm going to make sure damn well that I like it. And I would, I would get down to like what type of countertops, what type of, um, you know, kitchen style. Cause that kitchen environment is huge for me, but also too, like if I wanted a garage, the price I wanted, what type of landlords, like I, I really do get super specific and it made so much sense because like I would manifest those things really quickly. And so when I found out with my human design that that's, what I am. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. So if you haven't done your human design yet, I really, really suggest that you do that. And honestly, I may even just do a, a podcast on it. Cause I know I had my friend Lori on here, um, that she talked about human design and gene keys and it is so fascinating. Just that whole world of it is just amazing. But anyway, so that's kind of like where I was these last couple months, like just feeling that mom guilt and entrepreneur guilt at the same time. So I just ended up going through and just muting a lot of people. Like, even though I love them, I'm just like, I just can't follow you right now. But you know, the main reason why I wanted to hop on here, not only just to catch up with everyone, but I wanted to share some juicy nuggets that... I had in conversation with a friend last night, um, and I I think it's so important, especially for the moms out there and moms to be like this little bit of information is huge, um, and especially too because when like with doing energy work and everything that I do within my work. Uh, there's so many aspects to it. And I love, I love a good majority of everything that I do within it. There's some stuff that I'm still learning. I'm still expanding upon, but, um, I found that when I did my certification course, I really wanted to have like something that I wanted to specifically be known for. And cause trust me, like part of being a manifester is like your urges. Of course, like you work with your urge to work literally. So like, if I don't feel like doing it, I will not do it because if you try to force it as a manifester in human design, like it's just going to be shit. So I have found that like, that is a beautiful aspect of wanting to do things. Hence why I had the urge to do this. And I'm like, Oh, fuck, I better do it now. (laughs) But, um, so, you know, rolling with those things, but also too, like as a manifester, teaching and informing is like my jam. And it makes so much sense because any line of work that I've ever done, like um, with doing lashes for all these years, like I actually used to be um, an educator with that. Like I traveled all across the country, you know, doing lash trainings and teaching girls and, you know, doing all that fun stuff. And I loved it. Like I loved it. Um, and then of course, when I was in a multi-level marketing, I did a lot of training and being on stage. Like I loved it. So then of course, when I decided to step in this line of work and really step into my gifts and talents and skills and things like that, um, And of course, doing my certification, I really was like, well, where do I feel like I thrive in? 
And I really wanted to be an advocate for moms and women to be moms, you know, the mamas to be. And with that, I just found that there were so many different things in the energetic world that are unhealed for the moms and the women that are looking to be moms. And granted, you're like, yes, there are a lot of other contributing factors, you know, between nutrition, environment, like all those different things. Yes, we totally get that. But we are all energetic beings to begin with. And so I found that as, you know, stepping into my own motherhood and the things that I have healed and continue to heal, that's the one thing that I found that I was like, oh my gosh, like between the conception part, or at least even the wanting to conceive, to becoming pregnant, to delivering to the postpartum and stepping into motherhood. Um, it's crazy to me because I feel like there are so many women out there that are so quick to <laughs> talk shit about the things or the hardships of motherhood. Like, don't get me wrong. Like being a mom is not for the faint of heart and it is no walk in the park. I can tell you that. Um, like me and my husband Luke laugh all the time because I actually came from a family of six kids. I mean, we both did, but I am the oldest. And I just remember when we decided to have kids, like I was just like, I got this. Like I was the oldest of six kids. Like I pretty much help, you know, with the younger ones. I know how to change diapers, take care of kids, you know, feed and, you know, and I nannied. <laughs> and I just remember like Luke rolling his eyes and I was like, yeah, okay. So then of course, when I did step into motherhood and I was like, holy shit, you know, eyes wide open. And he just laughed and he's like, what are you talking about? Like you knew what you were doing. Like totally just giving me shit. But I have found in my experience and, and also too, working with clients and other family members of being in this realm, like there are just so many things that are missing in the education and healing side of that world. Um, and you know what? It's so great because if you actually look in this uh, community of energetics, light workers, and all that stuff, like there are so many beautiful things that are coming to the surface of healing and um, really stepping into the matriarchal um, portion of this and, you know, getting back to our our roots and, you know, the heritage, which comes from um, the mother archetype and the healers. And like, there's so many beautiful things. And, and it's crazy too, because I feel like the more I dive into it, the more I am in awe and just like, it so resonates with me because there are certain things that when it comes up, like I just feel it. And you know, like when you, um, you know, when something's just right. And have you ever gotten those goosebumps and you're like, Oh wow. You know, like you just, or you just have this knowing, and that has been the thing for me that has come up so much that I was like, yeah, this, this is my calling. This is my purpose right now to fulfill. Um, so you guys are going to be seeing a lot more of that within my social media, my platform, as well as here on this podcast. Um, just because yes, it is, um, the feminine mastery. Obviously I went with FM because Felicia Meng, um, <laughs> but at the same time, um, encompassing that. So we have, I have so many fun podcasts lined up for this year that I can't wait to get them out on this platform because we are really going to dive into some stuff. 
But, you know, just going back to why I really wanted to hop on here today, not only for a catch up, but like I said, I had an amazing conversation last night with a friend who right now she is pregnant. She is in her third trimester and, um, and we were just kind of discussing, you know, things that come up and, um, and this goes out to all the women that are pregnant as well as have ever been pregnant. I just, I want you to realize, and too, like if you're thinking about becoming pregnant, like this is, this is huge. This is like a tidbit of information that is so eye-opening and, and to that point of needing understanding. So when you are expecting a baby, um, whatever the circumstance may be, whether it was planned, whether it was unexpected, like it is always perfect. It is always perfect. And it's crazy because when that baby comes into conceptualize, you know, when they're in the womb and everything, there can be a lot of different things that start coming up. Um, yes, being pregnant can be an, the most beautiful and amazing blessing and experience, but also too, there can be a lot of things that come up during that time frame that you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I am just putting that out plainly because it really can be that way. Um, and why I say that is just because the biggest, if you get anything out of this podcast today, just know that babies are a catalyst. So think about it this way. So think about however your relationship is with your partner, you know, your, um, your baby's daddy. I want you to think about this, like whatever your relationship was like before, maybe there's some things that were on the surface, but not really so much of an issue. There may be some underlying things, like whatever it may be that you, um, you know, you weren't currently working on, but you know, it was there, you know, we're always, uh, evolving in our relationships. And if it was never dealt with or healed or, you know, brought to that person's attention on both ends, I want you to know that baby is that catalyst that will bring it to the surface. Baby will bring it into plain view so it can be taken care of and healed or, you know, whatever the direction that it may need to go. And it's beautiful. It is perfect. However, it needs to be. And I think that's the biggest part that when you're in that situation, I think a lot of the times we think, why is this happening now? Like, you know, when shit hits the fan or, you know, whatever it may be. And that is really why it is occurring for you. And it's perfect whether it happens, you know, in the first trimester, second trimester, or third trimester. Just know that when certain things start occurring for you, and it doesn't even have to be just in your relationship, it can even be certain things with you. Because um, as you are pregnant, there are a lot of things that will come up for you from inner child things to your young adult years, like where, wherever you're at um, or wherever it was in your past with healing, it will come up for you while you are pregnant if you are willing to see it and recognize it and be able to um, see it as a, a growth opportunity opportunity to heal with it. And, and it's beautiful, however it lays out for you. But I I wanted to give you the example of like relationship stuff because it's a common thing, you know? And I think what's really crazy is, you know, when you look at the relationship of mother and father for baby, um, 
you know, societal views have totally different concepts of like how it should be, you know? And I think too, especially seeing it on social media, we see this perfect family image that we should have and you know, how it's projected and we want baby to have this perfect upbringing, you know, like we get, we get this, um, view in our head of how it should be or how it should look like. And that can really fuck with you. Like, I can't lie, you know, cause there are a lot of women that are in certain situations where, you know, they may not have that opportunity to bring baby into that kind of world and it's okay. Um, but you have to understand too, is like, baby coming in at a specific time of that situation, whatever it may be for you. And when those things start coming up, it is your opportunity to see it for what it is and look at it and just question like, wow, isn't that fascinating? Instead of becoming resentful or just having such a negative outlook on it for the fact is, is baby feels that 100%. And that's why it's just so important to understand that, you know, like I said, whatever is on the surface for you or whatever is underneath will literally come to fruition um, when baby is on its way. And so that's why you have the opportunity while you're pregnant to bring awareness to these things and you know, heal it and whatever it may be, you know, there's tons of different ways that obviously you can work through these different things. Um, and like I said, it may not even be relationship things. It may even be you learning how to communicate, to voice your needs, um, to be able to express what it is that you're needing. Um, because I think also too, we go through this period of like, when we are pregnant, sometimes we feel like, Oh, I can do everything. I don't need anybody's help. Um, which at times is fine, but at the same time, like it, it is also a, an opportunity for you to learn to surrender. Um, like if, if you've never had a baby or if you're going to, like that's one thing a mom will attest to you to let you know that surrendering is probably the biggest thing you will ever learn when it comes to having a baby, <laughs> the whole process. Um, but you know, like I said, like communication could totally be one of the things that you're learning to step into, um, that you need to heal, uh, you know, being able to voice the things that you need as well as, um, you know, being able to, uh, voice what it is that baby needs. There are tons of different aspects and inside of that alone, or maybe it needs to be that you heal your mother line you know, like how's your relationship with your mother and understanding that is huge when it comes to ancestral things for the fact is, is yes, stuff like that does get passed in the DNA. Um, and as well as energetically, and maybe too, that's something that's coming up for you. So that way you're not passing that on to your future baby. Like that is huge. Um, looking within that, to be able to see like, oh, do I want the same relationship I have with my mom or father, you know, whichever it is for you. Like I said, baby is just the catalyst. So, you know, if you are pregnant or if you've had babies, like really reflecting on that and seeing what, what is coming up or what had come up for you in that time and understanding, you know, thinking of this way too, like if you've already had your baby and you are reflecting back to when you were pregnant with your children and stuff. And you kind of notice like, oh yeah, we went through some things, you know, me and my spouse or, you know, my partner, or I went through some shit. Um, and it's crazy too. Cause then if you follow along that linear view of it, 
And then you go and look at labor and delivery and how that was for you. Like, how was that experience? Um, you know, was it bliss? Was it peaceful? Was it orgasmic? Like, yes, that is possible. (laughs) Was it everything you had imagined or was it traumatizing? Like, was it something that you didn't expect? Did it not go as you planned? Um, and that's a whole different conversation itself, but you know, look back to those experiences and how was it for you? Because here's the thing. If you look back to how your pregnancies were pregnancy, whichever it was for you, um, and you're looking at it of like, wow, I had a lot of this stuff come up. And then you look at how your labor and delivery was, and let's say it was not so pleasant. I want you to understand that because you didn't take the opportunity there where whether you knew about it or not, it's perfectly fine. Just know that (laughs) I'm not shaming you for it. Trust me. I've got my own shit and we'll, we'll dive into that more into other podcasts. Um, especially when I have, I'm going to have Luke, my husband hop on here and we're going to go through some birth stories for you guys, just so you guys can hear, um, unhealed and healed versions. (laughs) Um, but when you have not gone through that process of beginning to heal or recognizing it and stepping into it um, during your pregnancy, you will find that your labor and delivery will be that much more intense Um, because what it is, is it is going to force you to see it for what it is so that way you can heal it. And it's crazy because a lot of us moms don't realize that. And that's why I said, that's why, um, energetically speaking, this world that we're bringing to the surface, uh, for moms, because it's something that's getting brought up. Cause I think, I feel like it's just been shoved and hidden away for so long, but now that we're stepping back into this again, of really getting back to our roots and our, and our heritage of motherhood and, and the birthing process and, you know, that whole thing in itself, um, we're learning again how to heal these things and to be able to step into them. And really that's the crazy part when you start learning about all this stuff. I mean, like I said, I have gotten into such a deep hole with learning all this, um, especially with the courses I've created and are still creating and tweaking like, um, my course that is going to be launching here soon. Um, the healing mama course, which is a postpartum course. Um, we really dive into those things of actually going through and clearing that stuff and going through and seeing what it was that was brought through your pregnancy that you may not have been able to heal. And then also going through your labor and delivery, you know, what that was like for you and to be able to go through and clear that trauma. Um, cause that was one of the biggest things that when I really started diving in and researching and stuff and beautiful energetic insight was the fact that pain actually does not exist when you are laboring. And let me explain on that now. Yes, there is, um, Pain that is real, (laughs) pain that is real is when there is actual um, physical uh, damage happening to the body. 
Like, I am absolutely not saying that <laughs> that physical pain is not real <laughs> when you are laboring and delivering. Absolutely not. Um, but our concept of pain is actually different because when you look at the laboring process, it is a part of our DNA um, being able to birth, which is so crazy. And especially if you were a baby, <laughs> sorry, Stella's sitting here. She woke up. Um, especially if, if, if you were a baby that was delivered vaginally, um, it is already bred into your DNA. Now, if you were born, obviously cesarean, totally fine because either way down your line, your lineage of DNA, your ancestors were birthed vaginally. And that is just the cool part when a baby is born vaginally, especially girls, that in turn ends up being primitively within their DNA on knowing how to birth naturally. It is something that comes naturally for us women because of that. And that is what is so amazing when you think of that, because if that is the case, while you are laboring and delivering, your body already knows like the process in which it's supposed to go. It's when it is bombarded by outside factors, as well as like we talked about, having things that are not healed, that in turn ends up creating pain for us because most of us, and this is from my own personal experience as well, that because of not healing certain things and literally surrendering and letting baby do its thing on how they would like to come into this world, that is where symptoms of pain and other complications tend to arise. So really, when you're looking at it, like I want you to think that if you are pregnant right now, or if you have ever been pregnant, like what are some of the things that came up for you or are coming up for you that you're recognizing? Because that's the biggest part is if you can recognize it, it's just like when you're in the healing process and you have triggers come up, it is beautiful. So when you see these things for what they are, you can see them as one recognition to find it out of fascination <laughs> instead of like, well, shit, it's another thing I have to like, what, what is it now? It's perfect. But seeing it for what it is and being able to see it through fascination of truly what is it that is needing to be healed. And then when you're taking a moment to be with it, you may be asking yourself, okay, so how do I even begin to heal this? So a super simple way to even, like I said, once you begin to recognize what those things are, a super simple thing is start journaling, start journaling. What's coming up for you? Like get into the subconscious. What are things that you are not recognizing? What are you justifying or what are you hiding from yourself or even others? Another simple thing is get into meditation. I cannot tell you how good meditation is for you and for baby while you are pregnant. I mean, meditation is great anyways, but the more you can marinate in those good vibes for you and baby is so much better in raising your frequency and bringing in more good things into your life instead of just sitting in the shit of it. Like, let's be honest. Um, a couple of other simple things that you can do is get an emotional release out. Like I know we're always hearing like, oh, your hormones are crazy and, and all that jazz. Yes, we know that like hormones are going to fluctuate while you're pregnant. And even afterwards, like, let's be honest, moms, we know, but 
getting those emotions that are sometimes trapped in our body or we sometimes don't feel comfortable sharing or whatever it may be. Like sometimes I'm watching a good movie and getting a good cry out does wonders. Or maybe it needs to be like a good anger release. Like let's be honest, there are, have you ever just lost your shit at the drop of a hat? You know, like it's okay to go ahead and take that time and go in your bedroom, get and have a good scream into your pillow or, you know, go punch your pillow, like whatever it may be, it can be the stupidest things that you're mad at, but you have no idea what a difference it will make to get those emotions out of your body. And especially for baby, for the fact is, is you're not going to be storing those inside of your body energetically, which is huge. Um, and also too, like do more things that bring you bliss. Like what are some things if you're reconnecting with yourself, like what do you love doing? I know for me, like I love spending time in the kitchen. I love baking. I love cooking. I love trying new things. Um, like that for me just, it brings me bliss and that may not be your forte. Like you go do you. So find what it is that you absolutely love doing. Maybe it's painting or maybe it's just listening to music and dancing in your kitchen or your bedroom. Um, or maybe it's going for a drive, like whatever it is that you find absolute bliss in doing, do more of it. Cause trust me, the happier you are, the happier baby's going to be and vice versa, even postpartum. Like if you are doing more of the little things that you love doing, you will be a happier person for that. And then also too, like Find the things that are the issue and remove yourself from those situations. Um, And I know that's not like, you're like, Felicia, that's not always the case. Absolutely. I totally get that. But there are certain circumstances where if there is a negative environment or negative people that you don't have to be around, don't put yourself in that situation. Because like I said, however you are energetically, emotionally, spiritually feeling, especially while you're pregnant... The amniotic fluid is just, the baby is marinating in that energy. And so I want you to think of like, yes, your well-being, but you have to understand that baby's going to take on those things. And I can only imagine, like, I've had a couple conversations with friends about this <laughs> and other moms and stuff about how we have such a society and culture today that is very anxious and depressed and all these other things. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's other things that are contributing to that, but can you imagine how our parents felt in certain time frames that those babies were marinating in that energetic sauce. We'll just put it that way. And hence why they picked up on those different traits of feeling that way because mom felt that way during pregnancy. And so, I mean, that's another whole conversation. I know I really actually go heavily into that in my course because um, being able to rewire your birth story can really heal a lot of energetic things too. Cause there may be some things in your own personal life that you're like, I have no idea where I picked this up from or why I feel this certain way. And it's crazy because when we do a timeline regression and you are able to be back in the womb space of your own mother and seeing how she felt during her pregnancy while you were in there, you will get a great clarity on why you may have taken on certain things that were not of your own. So that's where I said it is it is so imperative for you to really be in a higher vibrational state or at least a little bit better than where you are currently if you feel like you're in the shit of it. <laughs> so that way baby is not feeling like they're in that juice of those 
I don't want to say because all emotions, they're not good or bad, but obviously we take them on in a certain way when we're here in the physical realm. So if you can take that and see it for what it is, and then being able to transmute those and burn through the energy, because emotions are just energy that needs to be felt, um, seen, heard, all those things to be able to process them. And that is huge. And then, of course, when you are ready and the calling feels like it's there to step into that next level of healing, that's when I say find yourself a coach, find yourself a healer, someone that is calling to you to work with. And that is probably the next best thing that you can do in really stepping into that healing process. Because a lot of the times we have certain things that when you're in the thick of it, you can't see it. It's like asking a fish, how's the water? They're like, what? When you're in it all the time, it just becomes second nature and you can't see it. Hence why, you know, when you see those certain people that are popping up for you or certain names or whoever it may be that's coming up for you that you're like, I need to work with them. Trust those um, bouts of intuition. Trust whoever is giving you that nudge of, Maybe it's time to step into that next portion of your your higher self in order to heal because that next level of you has bigger and better things um, you know to come, especially when you're a mom. Like there are so many things that when you are pregnant, you're transforming. But when you are in the process of laboring and birthing your new baby, you are birthing a whole new person for yourself as well. I want you to understand that and get really clear on that. You will never be the person you were before you were pregnant, and that's okay. It's beautiful. Trust me. And I go into really um, heavily in depth in that in my healing courses for that reason. Like I'm so pumped, you guys, between my Healing Mama postpartum course, and then I will also have um, a during pregnancy healing course that will be coming out this summer. So for those of you that are going to be pregnant or are just in your first stages, like that is coming along, but. In that, I really go into in depth of healing while you are pregnant, or even you know when you get into postpartum, because I truly believe that you know you really have to honor your maiden self because she does die, you know metaphorically speaking, when you are birthing your baby because you are also birthing you as a mother. Um, and I truly feel like that's why when a lot of women go through a very hard struggle of postpartum, um, to an energetic standpoint, I truly believe in my heart it's because she never honored herself, you know, her maiden self, especially while she was pregnant and other things that may come up. Um, and so hence that mourning process comes through with other physical symptoms, um, you know, during her postpartum phase. And, and I, that's why I feel like when they say postpartum can last up to two years, like, can you imagine if you had a, a close family member pass away and you never honored them, recognized them, gave them the true, um, mourning that they needed and you just ignored it for so long, like that would really build up over time, I truly believe. Um, and yes, I'm sure you're like, well, Felicia, there's a lot of other physical things. I I do not discount that there are other things postpartum, <laughs> but like I said, energetically speaking, I feel like there are so many ties to the things that aren't 
healed during this pregnancy portion. So, so, so many good things, like I said, to go in depth and we have plenty of more podcasts coming up, but I really, that just hit home with me the other night after having that conversation with my good friend, just because, you know, when you are pregnant and you are in the thick of things, sometimes it's so hard to be present And you also have those that are close to you in your life that are always, you know, they want to give in their two cents and they're, they're truly, and most of them are sharing it out of genuine love for you and wanting the best for you. So, you know, I hope you guys really enjoyed that today. Um, like I said, there's going to be plenty of more podcasts coming based around this just because there is so much information that needs to get out there, especially when it comes to pregnancy, um, postpartum in the energetic world, you know, and stepping into motherhood. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this today and I will catch up again this next time. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the information that we were able to talk about today. Also, I would love if you could write me a review and a star rating that fills in alignment with the information that you received today. I also would love if you can share this on your social media and be sure to tag me in it as well. If you'd like to work with me, you can check out my website at FeliciaMing.com as well as following me on Instagram at Felicia.Ming. And of course, I'm always up for feedback as well as if you have any other topic ideas that you'd like me to share on, or if you simply have any questions, feel free to slide right into my DMs. Again, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today, and I hope you have a great rest of the day.